It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. There is a lot going on this weekend. Uh, as things are things are getting there, starting things are slowly opening up. Well, more people are getting vaccinated on all that, and so things are starting to open up. Things are coming up this coming month, next month. But uh, a lot going on this weekend. So let's get right into it with Gus Gordon on State of the Arts. How are you doing, Gus? I'm doing great, Kevin. I'm back here in the theater, as you can see. Yes, very nice. I, I wish I could say it was just I'm doing something, you know, you know, fun like being in the theater. But the truth is my office can't be used right now because there's too much construction in our lobby. So I had yeah. to move somewhere where I was quiet. Yeah, seeing all the, uh, I, I saw a little bit of it firsthand when I was there two weeks ago, but um, yeah, yeah there's, there's some pictures up on Facebook of, I mean, you guys are really making progress on the Hoagland there. A lot is going on, so... We've, so, we've been very, very cool. fortunate yeah. during this pandemic. We applied for several grants um, that we were, were lucky enough to receive that were helpful for our construction projects. We've been working on this, what we call our Go Green campaign for a few years now. And what we're trying to do is update a lot of our old HVAC, uh, boilers, uh, air conditioners, uh, chillers, air handlers, things like that, which is enormously expensive. But We've been very fortunate to have a few great donors and a few, um, well, many great donors and uh, a few good grants that helped us get going on this. So while it's relatively quiet here, we're doing some majorly disrupt disruptive uh, jobs right now. One is this big air handler that uh, helps the first floor and second floor, and it's torn up the lobby. Uh, so now is the time to do that, as opposed to when we have hundreds of people coming through the doors you know, hopefully by yes. September, October, by that time. Yes, absolutely. Well, that will be good. That was all going to be uh, taken care of. As we said, things are things are getting back. They're starting to open up, but um, there is still a lot going on. In fact, there's a couple things going on this weekend, several different theaters. Um, the Murder Mystery, uh, which is the, the dinner theater, that is going to be, that's uh, premiering tonight. Um, and that is over show ticks. And you also can do a live portion of it. There will be people here. Uh, here is in uh, at the Hoagland, but they will be live in costume and they will be able to uh, you will be able to uh, to talk to them live as you uh, guess who the murderer might be. That's that's great. That is yeah. so such a creative use of the new technology. Um, it's one thing just to tape a show, but then to have that interactive element that will add a lot of fun to it. Yes, it will absolutely, and it is. Uh, and uh, on Wednesday was the was the deadline to get in your orders for the food from La Piazza, at least with the combo ticket. I'm sure you could still go there and oh, sure. uh, get some food before uh, before the show tonight. But so you will still um, be able to get that combo ticket for next weekend as well, because that is uh, when Jerk Shop Go will be partnering with their. Uh, with their food as well. And of course, drinks from Anvil and Forge. So all that is going on that is available to be streamed. Also, uh, this weekend, uh, well, tomorrow, actually, a fundraiser for the Springfield Muni uh, over the, the the summer theater. They are uh, going to be doing a virtual trivia night. Uh, Jim Leach will be the MC of that. And I believe you still are probably able to sign up for a couple different of a couple slots there. Even if you don't have a table, you might get put with somebody and and you make some new friends and, uh, and figure out some trivia together. You know, folks who uh, participate in trivia contests really have it down pat. It's yeah. so much fun to watch the groups that come together, great friends getting together, and they all have their specialties. And Jim does an outstanding job as an MC at these events. I've seen a couple that he's done 
or participated in a couple that he's done, and he's really good at it. So yeah. this will be a lot of fun. And I can't think of a better group to support, well, besides the Hoagland, but the Muni <laughs> and, um, and, well, all of our local arts groups that, oh, yes. that need the support. But Muni is fantastic, and they're not able to do their summer shows this year. So the chance to support them, have some fun, and be around people who appreciate some of the same things that other arts lovers do, that'll, that'll be a, a great experience. Yes, it will. So that is tomorrow night. So make sure that uh, if you have not signed up for that yet and you wish to, make sure you can go to the muni.org and you can do that. Um, also, opening today, uh, this is at the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum, just a, just a you know, couple, a little down the street there from Hoagland. You have, yeah. uh, you have the State of Sound, a brand new exhibit uh, talking about a whole lot of the different artists, uh, memorabilia, and even some gear, uh, some audio gear that was made in Illinois. And so that opened up today. I got to see a little bit of it yesterday and take some pictures. It is super cool. Uh, WMAY has actually been there. Uh, Jim has actually done a show or two from there already. So uh, it's been uh, it's been really cool. Uh, they, they got this replica radio studio with all this equipment and uh, you can do broadcasts from there. You can record there. So it is really cool. That's exceptional. That's very yeah. cool. And of course, that's uh, right up Jim's alley, I'm sure, yeah. with the, the classic rock and roll and the classic music and so forth. And what, what a nice perk that you have when you're in the media. <laughs> you get to go see some of these things early. I miss those days. I miss yeah. going to get to see things early. But <laughs> that's a fantastic exhibit. Uh, I know Joe Crane was walking through downtown Springfield a couple of weeks ago handing out posters, and I had the chance to sit and chat with him for a while again in his new position at the museum. And it's going to be an exciting, um, exciting exhibit. And I think it's going to draw a lot of people back out there. It's something very different than they've done in the past and um, a different kind of history, if you will. But right. one that's very popular and one that I'm sure will draw a lot of people, even with uh, the current restrictions. Oh yeah, absolutely, and uh, and of course it is uh, the the admission to it is covered with the regular admission price of your ticket, and there is so much uh, history, uh, music history in that, and it's not just oh this. Th there are a couple bands, of course, and you know, musicians you know that are from uh, Illinois, but it's all sorts of different genres. I mean, there's you know metal, hip hop. I mean, you name it. I mean, all sorts of different stuff. So uh, so there there really is. You know, I say it a lot, but there's something for everyone there. I mean, there really is. It's super cool. There's all sorts of different. Um, um, they have headphones that you can plug in and listen to uh, documentaries about soul or about uh, or about all various different artists that are through there. So it is a, it's really is really something. So so if you can get a chance to get out there, I, I would absolutely recommend it. You know, it's it's nice that they change up those exhibits every now and then yeah. for the locals who have been there several times. This gives us a great reason to go see the new thing that's down there, and it's always a wonderful experience to go down to the museum and uh, see what's going on because they it's a beautiful facility. It is one of the crown uh, jewels of the city of Springfield. Yes, absolutely. It is. We got some things uh, coming up as well. Um, some more things these next couple of weeks. It was brought to my attention very uh, uh, very recently, actually. This weekend, uh, Mount Pulaski High School is doing a production of Little Shop of Horrors, a musical we both love and we've both been in, uh, but they are doing it in person. Uh, and uh, the characters are masked, distanced, uh, but it's it's an in-person production. And so, and I know um, in terms of high school productions, uh, Gil Oferman is also doing a uh, next week, uh, singing the COVID blues away, which is an original musical play 
by him uh, featuring a lot of Broadway songs. So we are starting to see some of these in-person shows coming back and it is really exciting. It really is. And, you know, we're able to do these things now on a very small scale. Yeah. But um, I know there was a report from the governor that was in the paper early this week, and I'm sure you guys covered it as well, that we're about to go into the bridge phase mm -hmm. between four and five. So that's going to open things up to 60 percent. So I think you're going to see a lot more of uh, these kind of live events taking place that they can have more people in the different facilities. One of the things that has been uh, preventing many people from doing that is the limit to 25% capacity or 50 people. And in many cases, it's just not uh, mathematically or economically feasible to do a big show and with just 50 people seeing it, you wouldn't make enough money to cover your expenses. But now with 60% just right around the corner, um, and maybe by the time people listen to this over the weekend or next week, whenever they check out this podcast, um, you know, we might already be in the bridge phase. So good changes are coming our way. And it's, it's nice to see groups testing the waters. Yes, it is. And it's, it is getting there. And yes, like you said, the more, the more people you will, uh, you know, go into the shows and, and people will, of course, you know, you're saying all sorts of different, uh, all different, uh, you know, behaviors. People are uh, picking up with masks and uh, you know, washing their hands more often. And you know, it's uh, more learned behaviors. Like you said, we're talking a little bit um, off the air about this, but right. yeah. So it's going to be. So yes, things are changing in a positive way. And speaking of in-person, uh, in-person productions, the uh, Springfield Theater Center's uh, active creative teen theater put out their uh, the audition information for You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, which is going to be their summer show, which will right. be an in-person production. Uh, and it looks like they're going to cast up to 12 people in it. And there is going to be, uh, um, and yeah, and there's going to be an in-person show. Um, I assume, you know, depending on where it is, bridge phase, um, whatever. And I'm sure they'll, it, it'll be 60 what, a percent, however many capacity. But yeah, that's going to be another in-person show. And that's going to be in a couple of months. Those auditions are, I believe, in about two weeks. Right. Well, you know, um, so much can happen in a month. Yeah. And so many people can get vaccinated. You know, when you think about it, it was just, what, February, where we were going through another uh, spike in cases. Yeah. And now as we end the month of April and go into the month of May, things are looking very, very different. And that's been one of the things that's really surprised me um, is how quickly things can change, how they can go from dire to positive pretty fast and, and vice versa, too, of right. course. But, you know, we were talking off the air a little while ago about the new normal, as you just mentioned. And we've, many of us have so get, become so accustomed to the new normal and wearing masks and washing hands and keeping your distance a little bit, that these are now habits. After 13 months, these are habits. And habits are hard to break once you become accustomed to them. But when you think about it, it's not such a bad thing. Um, it might prevent you know, the common cold and the flu and, and all those other things. So. These are not necessarily things to totally um, forget about, but you know, that that's just one person's opinion. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. And we were talking about um, I left. Uh, yeah, I've I cycled through a couple of different masks, but you know the one the mask I, I used a lot. I had left it at home or something, and I was like, oh, good, I have two other masks in my car. You yeah. know, having a mask in your car is not something you would have thought of ever, probably in your life. And right. and about you know the masks preventing. I mean, I felt a little sick after my second shot. 
Um, but aside from some other like minor allergies, I haven't been sick like this entire past like over a year. I yeah. mean, the masks really are helping with a lot of things. They really are. And you know, I, I've had a couple of bad experiences getting a cold or some mm -hmm. kind of, you know, sinus infection before a show that has really affected my performance in a bad way. And I, I can, there was a couple of times, I can even tell you the person I caught it from. Because, <laughs> you know, you just have that sinking feeling when the person next to you is sneezing and blowing their nose and you're going, I'm going to get that. Oh, God, I'm going to get that. I can't, yep. we've got a week to a open. I can't get sick right now. And then sure <laughs> enough, I got sick. Um, but, you know, you're right. I haven't been sick in, the, in that fashion for over a year, knock wood. And yep. I hope it continues. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Hoping that continues. Also, a uh, couple of things to be on the lookout for. Uh, on May 6th, uh, they, well, UIS had their uh, Anne of Green Gables, the recorded production streamed uh, for, for a, a younger performance. And also they have the Chicken Dance coming up on May 6th. <laughs> There'll be another free uh, performance um, that, you can, that you can watch uh, featuring the music of Elvis Poultry. Uh, is uh, is who was on there. So that's great. That's gonna be a lot of fun uh, for people to watch. Uh, and then also, um, also Pride Fest is coming up. It's gonna be mainly virtual this year, but there are all sorts of different uh, contests that you can take part in. There's the um, adorable selfie, where you have to take uh, pictures in front of different doors around Springfield, uh, different oh. colors of the rainbow, and then you have a chance to win uh, a chance to win a prize, uh, or a couple of different prizes. And then uh, there. They will actually also be streamed, I believe, through UIS Studio Theater from about 1 to 7. So that is on the 15th. So several things are still coming up in the coming months. Yeah. Can you believe um, Saturday is May 1st? <sighs> I, I can, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. It, it, this year has seemed interminable in some ways, but in other ways, it's just flown right by. Yeah. And I, I can't believe we're in the month of May. And I, I thought, you know, in January, oh, we've got all the time in the world. But no, you don't. Nope. And that things are moving quickly to, to getting ready to reopen and all these, you know, scheduled events. Pride Fest always takes place in May and, and that's coming around. And pretty soon we'll be talking about the state fair, which will blow my mind. Oh my, yeah, yes, yes, we will. We've been uh, you know, hearing about it. Uh, so it's that's right. coming up, too. And that'll be um, uh, it'll be interesting. Well, you know, I guess we'll see in the next couple of months how everything's going to play out there, because I know they're still going to have some concerts there. And um I know Stained had to back out, but um, yeah. and I mean that was a scheduling conflict. But I mean, you know, so we'll see what's if there if there's going to be if they're going to do limited capacity or I don't know what they're. I mean, I don't know how you could do that, but I, we'll see. I guess. Well, you know, the, again, the rules change so quickly. Yeah. By August, we'll have a different set of rules in place. Yeah. And I, I imagine, you know, just common sense tells you that as we kind of like last year, as we moved into the summer, things were a little better. Uh, not in July so much, but by August it was a little bit better. And um, I, I think that's what we'll see again this year. So, and I think, you know, we're hearing so much about being outdoors and how that's um, safer than they had anticipated initially because you've got the great outdoors and all that air circulation. So I imagine a lot of the outdoor events that were canceled last year we'll be seeing this summer. Yeah, I think so. And I think that is going to be great to see. Things are uh, looking up. They are opening up and it is uh, and hopefully this uh, trend continues. So yeah. what about absolutely. Broadway? Did you see that big announcement? I did. I did yeah. see that Broadway. Um, they were looking at 
So the so the big news about New York is opening up. Uh, they want to open it up June first, I believe, is what they're looking at. And uh, June and or they July, said I forget. I, June I, or I, July first. July, but it might be June. You're right. It's probably July. I, I I will look it up right now. But as I'm as I'm uh, kind of looking it up here, my mouse is moving very slow. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Broadway. I think they said they'll probably wait until about September to open up Broadway. And as we've yeah. we've you know, joked, but also we talked about it before. You know, theaters are usually the first to close and last to open in these sort of things, and uh, and and certainly it'll be. It, you know, it's interesting that they'll. You know, they'll be. Yes, they'll be opening up a, a little later, but that that's what they're looking at. Uh, you right. know, they're putting shows together and saying, "Hey, we're, you know, doing this." I'm a little. I, I question a little bit the 100. percent Yeah. I think either the mayor or the governor. I think the mayor of New York City was saying they'd open 100 percent uh, over the summer. I don't know that that will be the case. Uh, certainly on Broadway in September, I think they might play it a little, little safer. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. There. Um, so it looks like, um, yeah, is, is July first is when they're going to reopen fully. It looks like, and then they're saying tentatively about mid September, September twelfth. They said for Broadway to reopen. So right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Let's keep our fingers crossed and Let's, hope for the best. Yes, fingers crossed. You know, you know, Broadway was really very badly affected by yeah. COVID-19 when this crisis started. And I'm, I'm struck by, oh, gosh, what was his name? Um, I've forgotten now. Cordero was his last name. Nick Cordero. Oh, yeah. He was in Bullets over Broadway and Waitress and so many shows. And, of course, he lost his battle with COVID and just had a horrible horrible experience and this poor wife was documenting it um on social media as it was going and you know his lungs were like swiss cheese and and he was looking at a lung transplant and finally i think they had to amputate they had to amputate his leg i think right yeah and yeah. he was a dancer it was just awful and uh danny burstein um who was starring in moulin rouge got desperately ill and they did an article on him in the new york times and then, then a follow-up months later and he survived, but he had diminished lung capacity. He was exhausted most of the time. And mm. you can't do that when you're playing the lead in a Broadway musical. Nope. Those people are athletes. No, Yeah. And to have that kind of lung support and that kind of uh, stamina to do that. And if your stamina is compromised, you, you can't do your work. You can't do your job. So um, they were really badly. I think three or four people from Moulin Rouge came down with COVID when that happened and was it Aaron Treat um, also had it, I think. I, mean, I, I forget I think some so. of the details, but it was, it was, they were horribly affected. Many shows were affected in that way. And um, so, you know, they're going to do it right when they come back. They're going to keep their people as safe as possible. Yes, they will. Uh, absolutely. So, so yes, it's, and, and you are absolutely right. I mean, so, you know, singing and dancing in general, but especially, yeah, the lead, you're doing eight shows a week. I mean, if you're decreased lung capacity, you know, don't, it's, it's yeah, yeah right. it's awful. You're like no way you could do that. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, but yeah, so that is, they're looking a couple of months for that, but then uh, in the meantime, make sure that you are catching all the things going on here uh, in the community. Of course, the murder mystery that is tonight. 
they got the Muni fundraiser tomorrow. State of the Sound, if you have not yet seen that. Well, I guess you wouldn't have as it's opening today. But uh, <laughs> if, you, if you end up going so for this weekend or next week, you can go see State of the Sound. Um, uh, keep those auditions for um, if you are younger or uh, one of your kids or, or one of your friends who are younger want to try out for Charlie Brown. That's coming up. Those auditions are coming up. And if you find yourself in Mount Pulaski, the, uh, I believe they're sold out for tonight. But... Um, but Little Shop of Horrors that is running uh, this weekend and then next weekend you can see uh, Singing Away the COVID Blues. Um, so that is all going on. And uh, Gus, thank you so much for joining me and we will do this again next time. All right, Kevin. Thanks very much and have a great weekend and happy May. Thank you. <laughs> yes, happy May. And I won't thank see you, so you on this day, but may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you as well. Absolutely. <laughs> and happy Cinco de Mayo while we're at it. And happy Cinco de Mayo, yes. Wonderful. Absolutely. Right. See you later. It's Bye. Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY.